Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano. C-Ticket patrons Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Cote, Scott Cagle, Monica Seats Vega, and Ben and Noel Bruning. B-Ticket patrons The Riley Family and the Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fichas de la Torres. I am your host, your post host Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has E.P. Ripley blowing off some steam in front of Main Street Station. You can see the yellow enclosed coach cars behind the engine, and the engineer leaning out of the window to wave hello. On the back it reads, This Santa Fe and Disneyland passenger train circles Disneyland to give passengers a bird's eye view of each land. It's postmarked February 22, 1956, with a Long Beach cancel and a two-cent Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visited the park on Tuesday, February 21st, when the park hours were from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. The weather was a high of 68 and a low of 38, with a trace amount of precipitation. Park attendance that day was 5,219, including Shirley Temple Black, who was visiting with her husband and two children. It's addressed to a John Wells of Jefferson, Oregon. It reads, Tuesday night. Dear kids, well, feet are sure tired from walking all over this big place. Beautiful place. Tonight, we are sleeping in Long Beach. Plan on starting home in the morning. Just heard the news that it's raining hard in South Oregon, and some roads are blocked. See you soon. Love, Matthew. Matthew had the opportunity in 1956 to go to Fantasyland's Welch's Grape Juice Stand. Welch's also sponsored the Mickey Mouse Club Theater next door. The juice stand offered four different juices, purple grape juice, red grape juice, white grape juice, and frozen grape juice. I found a photo of the walk-up stand. Behind the counter was a mural with Fantasia's pastoral symphony characters, centaurs, cherubs, a pan, and a pegasus, walking with grapes in an Ivan Earl stylized forest. On the counter of the juice stand rested three large glass spheres filled with grape juice. The juice stand closed in 1982 for the construction of 1983's New Fantasyland. It was located where the entrance to Pinocchio's Daring Journey is today. There's an homage to the Welch's grape juice stand at a bar inside Shanghai Disneyland's hotel. The Bacchus Lounge is based on the Roman god of agriculture, wine, and fertility, and he was also a character from Fantasia's Pastoral Symphony. This lounge has a mural similar to the one that was the backdrop for the juice stand. Enfield Post is currently running a 40% off sale. Enfield Post will be closing her Etsy store for a couple months. Note that she will still be working with clients on personalized wedding and special announcement postage, but run over to Etsy to get some great deals on some vintage postage stamps. The 40% offer ends January 12th. Tell her that Clocky sent you. You can head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. 
That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has a jungle cruise boat filled with guests passing by the front side of water on their way down the Nile River, which goes on for Niles and Niles. On the back it reads, Safari Cruise, exploring down the tropical rivers of the world through the heart of the jungle in Adventureland, a jungle river boat passes the magnificent Schweitzer Falls. It's postmarked November 10, 1960, with an Anaheim cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visited the park on Wednesday, November 9th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 75 and a low of 49. Park attendance that day was 3,020. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Maud Demarius of Grundy Center, Iowa. It reads, Dear Maud, were you happy about the election? My family out here were quite surprised. No baby as of yet, but I'm enjoying the warm weather. I hope you have your cold weather now and get it over now before I get back to Iowa. Grace S. Before getting into the Disneyland history, I assume Grace is asking Maud if she's happy that Kennedy was elected president over Nixon, who had been at Disneyland a year before this postcard was sent to attend the ribbon-cutting ceremony for the monorail. Grundy County had voted for Nixon 2-1, to while overall Iowa gave its 10 electoral votes to Nixon, and California gave its 32 electoral votes to Nixon as well. Moving on to the Disneyland history, Grace was at the park the year the Sunkiss Company opened its first of two locations in Disneyland. The first location opened on July 31, 1960 on Main Street, USA, and was named the Sun-Kissed Citrus House. It was located next to the Penny Arcade, where the Gibson Girl Ice Cream Shop is today. The second, Sun-Kissed I Presume, which is a punny name referencing Dr. Livingston I Presume, which was what Sir Henry Morton Stanley said after completing his quest to find Dr. David Livingston, who was on his own quest to find the source of the Nile. This Adventureland Sun-Kissed location opened later in 1962, replacing the Tropical Cantina, and is where the Bengal barbecue is today. Both locations sold Sunkiss juices. The Sunkiss Citrus House on Main Street also sold frozen juice bars, coffee, and some baked goods. Sunkiss, I presume, offered hot dogs and jungle juleps, now back available at Bengal barbecue. And that location made mint juleps, which were sold and served on the Mark Twain. The Main Street location closed in 1989 to make room for the Blue Ribbon Bakery, and Adventureland's location closed in 1992 for its current resident, the Bengal barbecue. While researching about the Sunkiss Company, I learned that in 1909, they offered a free spoon to customers who sent in 12 wrappers. Yes, they sold oranges and paper wrappers. This enhanced brand loyalty and required Sunkiss to send out 1 million spoons in the first year of its promotion. This also made Sunkiss the world's largest purchaser of cutlery. I have a small collection of Disney silverware. I might have to add one of these spoons to my collection. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. It was great to catch paper artist Russ Romano on Christmas Eve, keeping Art Throwdown going even on a holiday. I'm also sad that hashtag CarvedDecember is ending, as I've enjoyed some of Lisa at Lulu Visions posts about carving rubber stamps each day in December. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has Goofy and Pluto in front of an oversized postcard background that reads, Greetings from Dinoland, USA. It's postmarked December 5th, 2021, on the wrong side of the postcard, 
and sent with the 6-cent Walt Disney postage stamp, Scott number 1355, and a 37-cent Little Mermaid postage stamp with Ariel playing music to Flounder, Scott number 3914. It reads, Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. Season's greetings. Do you enjoy Disneyland over the holidays? Which holiday do you like most? Last December, Amber and I flew to Florida to go to Disney for one day. We had loads of fun. Even though a lot has changed since COVID, we still love Disney. Holly R. At Sisters That Snail Mail. Then on the bottom right-hand side of the postcard is a red rubber stamp that reads, Correct Postage. Thank you so much for the second week in a row. I just got this postcard in my mailbox a week after getting the last one. I assume it was delayed a week so that a postal worker could add up the 6-cent Walt Disney stamp with the 37-cent Ariel stamp to equal 43 cents, which is 3 cents more than required for a postcard. This might sound conceited, but my favorite holiday at Disneyland is my birthday. I've had some magical things happen when I'm there to celebrate, mostly because I'll mark the occasion by doing some of my favorite things or indulging on more expensive food or experiences. I do enjoy Disneyland during the winter holidays, but I miss the holiday celebrations back at the old Big Thunder Ranch. During Halloween, there would be guest artists who would carve and or paint characters onto pumpkins, and during Easter, the Disneyland Rabbits, Oswald Thumper, the rabbit from Winnie the Pooh, and Roger would be out for photos, plus the guest artists would be there painting Disney designs on eggs of all sizes. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a 5-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sent from Disneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sent from Disneyland or on Twitter at sent from Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland PO box 44 hood, California 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States postal service or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.